Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. The the news of the day just dropped out of the sky, hit me right over the head. We have another episode planned for today, so we'll talk about that later, okay? Gaze at the Cabin, or whatever that movie's called. That, we'll talk about it. Listen, I was not expecting it. I was just scrolling, doom scrolling through Twitter, reading bad take after bad take after bad take, and came across, I think my, my page just refreshed or something, and I know what you did last summer with Jennifer Love Hewitt. And Freddie Prince Jr. in talks to return for a legacy sequel is what I'm assuming. They didn't specifically say that. But, like, why else are you bringing them back? I shit myself. Right. I, like, screamed. I sent it to Alistair. I sent it to everybody I could. I literally sent it to you. You didn't answer fast enough. Apparently, you were you were, you were were busy. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's big news. Yeah, I appreciate that Zach sent it to me, and then like I, I was like, oh, it's because I didn't reply. Then sent it to the group chat. Don't worry. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It, it 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 was the most unexpected thing I could have seen today. Like I, I truly would have never expected them to announce a sequel based off those movies. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's cool. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just I'm like not. I don't emotionally care about the survivors. Really? Like, what? I thought you were going to share my excitement. You are fucking, I need a different host for this one. I should have brought in a guest. I (laughs) I need somebody to be on my level of excitement here. Okay. I need Brandy back. I need to get Brandy back. I'm super excited for, they, and they have to, right? It's not, they have to, I bet it'll happen. I hope so. I think so. Yeah. I think Sarah Michelle's the harder get. (laughs) But they should still try to do that. I mean, but it's not even like she's a hard... I feel like she would do it because Freddie Prinze is doing it, but... Yeah. Who cares? Just do it. Just go for it, right? This is a ridiculous franchise anyway. It makes no sense at all. Who has been Willis? Um, so go for it, you know? Ignore the rules. Sometimes I think about that, and I, I'm like, hmm, I had it for a second after we watched the second one, but I don't remember it anymore. It's, I, again, I don't remember it. It's like a reset, Tom, every single time <laughs> we watch it. And it is simple enough to get it, like, to be real. Um, but... It's just, I don't know, it was a really unexpected piece of news today, and it, was, it really, like, brightened my entire day. I got really excited over it. Because usually, like, I've noticed since doing the horror podcast and having um, the Twitter that the things aren't really surprised anymore. Like, somebody will yeah. get, like, there's talks of something happening, and there's going to be an announcement Thursday. They always tell us when the announcement's about to happen. Right. Right? And this one just fucking dropped. So, it was real exciting. Um, and we'll have to I see mean, how I, that turns out. I am excited. It's just, like, I don't know, for me, like... Helen was the best character and like I Julie do, I was like great. I will give Jennifer Love Hewitt her flowers. She can carry a franchise. She can still carry this this third movie. We need a third movie to round out a trilogy because we technically had I I'll always know what you did last summer. There was and a I bunch still, of there's a couple I still of think they should use that name, honestly. They that that one they should just it was direct to DVD. Nobody really remembers it. Hardly anybody saw it. They should just take that name and, and round out the trilogy. Um so yeah, that's happening. That's really exciting. But we are here to didn't talk it, about what. Didn't in one of those that get like supernatural in one of the last like later? Yeah. Well, movies? that was the last one. There was only one other sequel. <laughs> oh, I thought there was a couple. No. I remember um, I sold my Robo Sapien to get the the box set trilogy of them, and I think it came out at the same time that the Scream trilogy came out. So I had like both of them, and I would sit them on my desk together. It was real nice looking. Um, yeah, there was only one other like directed DVD sequel, and it like briefly mentioned in like a newspaper article that Ray and Julie were dead; that they had been hacked up. So it's very easy to just get rid of that one, right? Um, yeah, yeah. 
But yes, without further ado, we are here to talk about a gaze at the cabin, knock at the cabin, knocking on the doors, whatever this movie's called. I've had the hardest time remembering the damn one. Alistair's walking around calling it Cabin in the Woods. I know that's not right. Um, knock at the cabin. Uh, do we want me to start or do we want to end with like, I made Kirsten White tell me everything that happens in the book? Oh, it is a book, isn't it? I had to scroll up. I was mm. looking at it because I couldn't remember if it was a book. So the book is called The Cabin at the End of the World. That's a better title. Which I think is a better title. I yes. would have remembered that. <laughs> it's a way um, better title. And it still would have made sense for the movie, right? Go ahead and tell me. Yeah. So, and because I, I feel like this is important for my opinion, too, and might be for yours. So in the book, it is ambiguous the entire time, and the book ends with it being uh, ambiguous. Fucking, and I think that's... Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, I'm surprised to hear you say that because you don't like a shit. You don't like an ambiguous. I don't. I don't mm -hmm. like a open ended, but I don't mind an ambiguous what's going on as long as yeah. it's ended. Um, and the way the book it happens is, and I I fully understand why they wouldn't want to do this for a movie. Like apparently M Night Shyamalan mm -hmm. loved the book but didn't want to do this end, and I do get this that apparently when one of the husbands is wrestling with one of the guys, the little girl gets her head blown off. Like they accidentally shoot her and she dies and it doesn't count because they said as they, they do yeah. say in the movie, it has to be you're sacrificing yourself, not oops, they were killed. And so they're like, that still doesn't count. And the gay couple, like, I think, I think she said like kills them all and then they just leave and they're mm. like, we don't care. We're going to leave. And I just think that's a better ending. That's what I like about books is that they'll really go balls to the wall with it. <laughs> Like, they don't really give a fuck. They'll write the most fucked up shit. Um, I I like that better. I like the uh, the idea of ambiguity a lot better. And I had that conversation. Like, that was our first conversation when I went and saw it with Alistair. And we left the theater. We were talking about it. I was like, I just think that it should have been, like, no specific answer whether it worked or not. You know? Um, and he he's, like, full on, like, oh, I love that they explained it. I love that they – we knew uh, – that it worked. I just don't think it worked like that. I think it, um, I don't know. It was like, I, cause then it gave voice and reason to something. And you know, then there's more questions and more lead. And like, it just, it was too much. It made it more tangled at the end, like more of a tangled mess. I feel like then I don't fucking I, know. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. Well, cause the other thing, and Kirsten mentioned this without me even telling her, she was like, Oh, in the book, one of the husbands thinks one of the guys in the cult group, is a guy that hate crime them, but you never figure out if it was. And that's like what is driving the husband. They like gave all the answers right? then here, you know? Yeah. And I, I, because yeah, normally I, I want like some answers, but like, I don't mind if like, if this makes sense to my brain, like that's still more like of a story. Like there's still a story there. Like, I don't like mm -hmm. if there's not a story and it's open, but like that tracks for like a week because the moment they got to the house, I was like, I'm going to be annoyed because they're going to be right. Yeah. And I don't want these people to be right because I also wouldn't believe these fucking people. You know what I mean? Like, See, I, I did think it was going to be more ambiguous at the end. I was like, really? I was actually really surprised that they went with a specific answer. It, mm, I was thinking, I'm not Shyamalan. Would he leave it ambiguous or leave it with an answer? And I think he would leave it with an answer. I mean, clearly he did, you know? So it just, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think of the movie overall, though? Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah. love it, but I thought it was like... um. I think it's a credit to the actors that it still was like pretty tense. Mm -hmm. um, like the, 
it kind of plateaus though, right? Like it, for me, it was very tense. Like the first half hour, I appreciated that. Like that first scene is the little girl in the woods and you know, yeah. Drax comes out and is like, Hey, it was real. It happened real fast. I yeah. was like, I thought they were going to get them setting up in the cabin, being a happy little family, you know, making eggs. I, I almost think it would have benefited. I do like a start mm -mm. right away, but I almost think it could have benefited from like a little padding. Complete disagree. I think it was like crazy the way it started and it was like just went straight into it. And the first time we see them, the dads, um, is when she's running through the house and runs into the backyard and says, Hey, there's like people here. We need to get inside the house. Like that already had me on edge. And I think that was the perfect way to sort of start. Um, I, I did really like it. I did really like, it. I don't know if this is going to be like a rewatch for me. Um, but I love, I absolutely love. So Jonathan Groff is great, obviously. Um, love Batista. We always love love a Batista. Um, but Ben Aldridge. So I just saw him in Spoiler Alert, and I'm in love with him. I think he is such a great actor. I really want him in more shit. I think he's like really, really good. Um, and they just oh, the really Spoiler made Alert it. Spoiler Alert movie me. you told me that I should watch, right? You, I think you should. Yeah, I think it was really good. It has the guy from um, Big Bang Theory who plays Sheldon. Yeah. Um, it was just, I, I don't know, I think the performances are what really made it because we are kind of like being stuck in one location works for a lot of things, but you have to do it really well. And I don't know if this was done well enough to be stuck in one location the entire time, um, but the performances carried it. Yes. And so it made up for us kind of just sitting there because they were sitting for a long time, you know? Well, that's that's what I mean. Like, I do yeah. think the first half hour was super tense and then it kind of plateaus with, all right, yeah, either kill everyone or don't. I don't know. Like, cause yeah, like you said, it's a lot of sitting. I think the biggest detriment to the movie was how stupid the news reports looked. Yeah. Like they looked fake and I don't understand why they look. I kept fake. thinking that was going to be a twist is that it was going to be some sort of like airplay or like, I yeah. wonder why nobody was questioning any of that, you know, like pre-recorded, well, uh, because like the husband even says that he's like, that I happened make hours that. ago. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I could do that. Once the husband said that, that's when it like threw me and I was like, Oh, maybe, but then that didn't matter. And like, yeah. that should have mattered. I felt like, because the, if the husband was right about that, I don't understand. Like, I liked all that. So I really liked that we had one who was kind of more susceptible to religious thought and belief. Um, and that was just already there before these people even showed up. And so, when all of this stuff is going on and he's seeing these news reports, he is believing it a little bit more. And the other one is like, hey, explanation, explanation, explanation. Let me like bring you back into reality a little bit. Um, I thought that push and pull was the best part of the movie. Um, and really like they have not. I, I wish they would have gone heavier with that than with there being any specific answer at the end or any specific even the stuff with the with the intruders, you know, like we got a lot about their visions and stuff like that, and that was all good and great. But I feel like they could have even piled on heavier with my husband slipping away from me. He's seeing like you know visions or you know something like something in the light. Like let me convince him that that's not true. I feel like that could have been a lot stronger. And it was like it just wasn't there enough for me. Uh, yeah, I don't. So the the thing like again the news reports them looking stupid and also like the way they were done was like for me that was like mm -hmm. that was what i didn't like the most about the movie because it felt like it was too much too like it felt weirdly rushed for a movie like i was like wait how long was that movie it was long enough they like but it felt like i don't know like the one husband is like that happened hours ago and it's like but why didn't we see them see like i don't know the it was like the they also the cultists didn't 
get their point. Like they didn't go about it in a good way. Like I felt like yeah. when he's reciting the lines from that news reporter, I was like, man, this would have been a lot cooler if that's what they opened with. And it would have made sense if they opened with this. And it would have been more convincing, right? If they yes. really do have to convince them. I feel like there were much better ways to do it. Um, it, uh, this is so, so usually I'm like, well, movies need to be shorter, right? How, how long is this movie? Um, I think it's like an hour. 100 minutes. 40? I do think it would have benefited from slightly more time because we're supposed to be there over what, two days? One day, like a day and a half. Is it? I think it's just one day. Yeah. Yeah, one, one day, day and a half. Um, we should have had more time them sitting around and like trying to figure out what to do and like having more conversation because we like briefly got like, you know, somebody coming in and saying, I told I told her I'm going to run to the car. I told this person. But like we're not seeing any of that. Right. We're not seeing them right. plotting and planning on what to do and how to get out of this. And we should have seen a lot more of that. We also should have seen a lot more of the um, the cultists sort of just there and and kind of being there because we got the moment with with the one girl who makes food and, and when and that was really good. But we should have had a moment like that with all of them basically i agree um, yeah because the only one that i was remotely ready to believe was the nurse oh she was I the only her. i kind of she, <laughs> I was like really wanting her to survive too <laughs> she was the only one that i was like okay she's selling this better than yeah. like and i don't mean acting wise i just mean character wise like she didn't feel insane yes. right like and the and idea I, yeah continue I, I just felt like we needed a little bit more of like because the single mom she felt crazy the david batista looked crazy Rupert Grint looked crazy. Like, I felt like I needed them to be able to sell their... Like, I get it, because they're all having mass visions or delusions or whatever the fuck, so they're going to be a little unhinged, but I needed them to be able to sell this a little better. Yeah. Because, like, for me, I knew it was going to be that it was real because they seemed so at a 10 immediately and not be doing a good job of being like, no, the apocalypse is coming, mm -hmm. that I was like, they're going to have to be right because writing-wise, this would be stupid if they weren't. And then they were, and I don't know. I just, I needed a little bit more of like a, I mean, I do think Dave Batista is good in it, but I, I don't think he was the right choice for the like calm school teacher that is attacking. Well, he was a coach. He's a coach. I could buy him I, as a coach. I guess. I just, he looked like, he just looks like a big muscly thumb. That like, I'm like, I don't know. Don't I call him a thumb. He wants to be in a romantic comedy. You can't be putting that rhetoric out there if he we're going to get him cast. Good for him. Right. He could do. I think he's a great guy. Seems very nice. He seems very cool. Mm -hmm. But like the look of a man like that, I would not believe a man that looks like that. If he's yeah. like, I'm coming here to kill your family, but you got to pick who's going to die because I don't actually want to kill you, but like, I wouldn't believe a man who looked like that. You know what I don't I mean? know if like, I would either, but I also think, I don't think he was miscast. I think he did like a, a really great job with his role. And I think he did fit into it pretty well. Um, I think uh, it just like the ending really doesn't ruin it for the whole thing. Right. Because like, again, there were really good ideas brought up with when, 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 who, who was it? Andrew, daddy, Andrew, the one we like, um, yeah, Daddy Andrew. So when Daddy Andrew's like talking about it and like, hey, you guys are in like basically this echo chamber and you were on like this forum and you were talking to each other and like you were you were rallying each other up. So did you really see these things or were you rallying each other up? That was such an interesting idea, right? Yeah. That could have been better, like given us more to think about had it not been explained at the end. Um and then when you know you weave in the questions with Redman, oh, poor poor Rupert Grant. I thought he was going to do a real good job too, and they just like killed him off pretty quick, you know. Like I, I saw someone be like, 
I saw somebody be like, oh my God, his performance is great. And I was like, he was in it for like 10 minutes. I uh, but I think his 10 minutes were pretty good, right? Yeah, like, he's Towards good, the end not... of the 10 minutes, he starts to get a little bit too like, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like his subtle parts where he was a little bit like testy and a little bit like just kind of on edge. I thought that really worked and they should have kept him in a tiny bit longer. Um, but... I also think the way they, like another thing that would have never made me buy that they were telling the truth was like, okay why are you having to kill you know what i mean like i didn't when they were just like well now we have to kill rupert grint and it's like but why yeah. that doesn't make sense exactly explain everything to me this is the what they should have done right because like he was just dave, dave batista did such a great job of of like explaining to the little girl to make her feel safe right there certain things that they're doing right, yeah, like yeah. i'll catch the grasshopper i'll put on cart two but like explain your plan to the adults now right like don't instead of like keep your eyes on me keep your okay well tell me What's happening here? Like, I have to kill this person because every time you say no, we have to kill one of us. By the end, like, explain the whole plan out, okay? Because yeah. they did say the only bit of like real explanation that we got was you guys are, you know, the, the whole world will go down and you guys will walk the earth by yourselves, you know? Um, that's like it, but, you know, step by step. You guys had enough time to, I guess, maybe they didn't, but like right out of plan, you know? I just, so. I, it feels like they had enough time to get these weapons. They had enough time yeah. to like meet and get there. They sat with them for a really long time. I just, they should have explained it better. I don't like, again, if, if he had opened with, look, I'm going to turn on the live news and I'm going to be able to say every word of the live news. Yeah. It's a way better way to convince me that like, you know, the future than just mm -hmm. being like, because I do, and like then killing your friend in front you of you know what it would have also been like a really good opening because I don't think we needed an opening of the setup with the family. We didn't need them arriving at the cabin and doing things like we didn't need that. Um, a really good opening would have been seeing the nurse get in her car, drive across the country, drive across mm -hmm. states, like seeing all of these things, and she's seeing these things and remembering, but we only see it on her face. We don't like see flashbacks or anything or what she sees, but we see like the kind of panic that's going over her face. And then she approaches the boardwalk and sees these people and then kind of cuts to the cabin. I think that would have been like really good also. I just think we didn't get enough of the cultists because um, we did get like flashbacks with the with the couple. and I didn't like, like those. It was okay. It was fun. But like, did we? No way. I, I, I don't know. I think this I when, when like, they went to adopt her, that one got me. That one really got me. But the other ones, I was like, okay. When they went to what? Adopt, um, when? They didn't have her, know. Ian. They're two men. They didn't birth her. They had to go adopt No, but her. I don't remember seeing them Did go you know, to an they were, they went. They went to like a, I was guessing that it's an adoption agency. There's a bunch of babies they picked her up. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were like, <laughs> when they're literally getting the baby. Ian was getting meant, a like, blowjob at that point. Okay, he was close to finishing. It I, just he wasn't paying attention. I was thinking you meant like we saw them meet with like the agency people and I oh like, no no I no no. That. I remember no. them having a baby. Yeah yeah. Um, but like I, that's the the little girl was very good. She reminded me of Kim's daughter, so she made me more emotional because she was like mm -hmm. very cute and verbose. Um, and that's how Kim's daughter is. So I was like. When they were singing in the car, it made me cry. Yeah. Like, I was like... Oh, yeah, that was good. I liked all the family stuff. You know what I really liked is that they had... Like, obviously, um, especially Andrew had had ideas that these people were there to, to cause harm to them because they were a gay couple in this gay family. Um, 
and that makes a lot of sense because that's what a lot of us go through. But um, I like that this was just. I wonder if in the book is it is it a gay couple? Did uh, yeah. Kirsten say that? Okay, I like that it just felt like a gay couple. Just like in the movie, the plot is they just happened to be a gay couple that were there. I really, I really liked that. That's what I was looking forward to the most, mm. and I felt like it wasn't enough of that. Like I felt like. Mm. Adding in the hate crime guy kind of like made it like. Mm, was it in the book? Like, Do you know if the hate crime was in the book? Yeah, yeah it was. I, so then, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was just book stuff, I guess. I don't but know. But see, like, but in the book, the fact that they don't know if it was the hate crime guy, mm. for me, that like is better because then it's like you have this like craziness in your head where like I understand that would make sense. And they kind of did like a, they had to release so the flashback scene of that. I actually, I'll take this back. So maybe I did like the flashback scenes because that really worked when that we, we, didn't, we didn't see really it. see a face or anything but then they like start checking ids and shit and it's like oh man like you're ruining it you know like it was... I, it's it's better for the paranoia horror of it all to yeah. not know because then like you can be second guessing me like fuck did we like did yeah. i kill that nurse and they actually like you know what i mean like it was when did they start believing it was it when the planes were going down i thought that shit was ridiculous i thought that was so stupid it's like hundred planes are falling all around us i'm like it was too much it was too much right like, it would have been just the subtlety of it dialing it back making it a slightly longer movie taking it really seriously um and making it i don't know like a couple plane crashes happened that are more questionable than planes falling around down all around us you know and there's more doubt there would have been really, really good, you know? And it would have had me, yes. it's, I, I need to stir in my seat. I need my mind to be like coming up with all of my own theories, right? If you tell me everything that happens, I, there's nothing for me to play with. And I think I leave the theater a little bit like, okay, well, that was good, you know, moving on. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean about it felt rushed is like the apocalypse stuff was like too much. It was, yeah. there was, oh, we turn on the TV and there's been 25 more disasters and 80,000 more people. And it just felt like, Let's 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 dial that back a little bit. Like yeah. it's almost like um I know you're not the biggest fan, but like in superhero stuff, like the reason I love one division is that is like it's not that the world's gonna end if they don't stop her from whatever. It's just like this is a bad thing. She's we don't need it to be Thanos is coming to destroy the world. You know what I mean? Like a story like that doesn't have to be world ending. Mm -hmm. It can be like contained. I, like if we're going to contain yeah. the entire movie in the cabin then the rest of it needs to be contained too. We don't need to see the entire outside world. And if we're going to see flashes on the news, they need to be things that are able to be explained away, right? Like a hundred planes falling out of the sky. I would, I, I'd be like, kill me right now. Like, let's do this. We'll do it real quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, I knew the thing is I knew Jonathan Groff was going to be the one to die. Cause I was like, which I'm is stupid that like if he was the believer, right? Wouldn't the believer be the one to live because he, I don't know. I feel like he could have handled her, the daughter, a lot better, and and this, what just happened to them. Then Andrew would have been able to. Andrew is going to be questioning himself for the rest of his life, you know, and like whether that was real or not. I don't think he was the perfect one to live. No way. It made more sense because he wouldn't have he wouldn't have willingly done it because he refused to believe, right? And so Jonathan Groff had to be the one to die because he was he was more the softer one, and he was the more one that because I was thinking this. I was like, even if this were like my friends. I would be like, all right, fine, kill me. Like, mm -hmm. because I, in my brain, I wouldn't be able to live with, oh shit, I didn't die. And now we're all going into this like terrible apocalypse because I wouldn't yeah. let someone kill me. So like, you know, if 
I was just like, if it's like me, you and Alistair, you're going to be like, yeah, I'll kill you, Ian. But I would be like, just kill me because I would feel bad. And like, I wouldn't be able to move forward being like, oh, I didn't offer to die. And now the world is going to end and we're all going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. Like that would very much upset me. So I knew it had to be him because I was like, this is more the me. I mean, granted, I'm also mouthy, but like yeah. I kept thinking of that. And I was like, so it's going to be him because he keeps having these like doubts. Um and I think when they got to the point where the one of them did have to die, I didn't feel as like, I feel like I should have felt urgent about it. And I didn't. I felt really? like, well, I kind of know it's going to happen, but I'm not feeling like, okay, we have minutes. Because they said that when, when Dave Batista said, you'll have minutes after I die. I should, I should have felt rushed. Right. Yeah, that's you know? true. I didn't, I didn't feel until he was like, we don't have time. I was like, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, they don't have time. I did question whether it like worked or not. I was like, oh. Oh, a minute, yes. a second too late. <laughs> um, there was like still the lightning going on. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> there was like fire falling all over the house. But I was like, yeah. I, what? I just had so many questions. But, you know, okay. So before all my questions that I had for it, I was really glad because the entire movie I was thinking, are they going to consider killing the daughter or is the daughter going to accidentally die? I don't want to see anything like that. And I'm really happy that they didn't like ever have a moment where they were like, well, the daughter's going to die. Right. Because then I didn't want that to be an, the emotional manipulation that they used for this movie. Um, and I'm, right. I was really happy that they didn't do that. Uh, but also, so my questions, yeah, he looks guilty as fuck. He looked like he just killed everybody in that, in that cabin. Like, you can tell them that they all showed up from, you know, across the country to go to the house and stuff like that. But, you know, you left the crime scene, you drove to a, a diner, went in the diner, sat down, tons of witnesses. Then you got up from the diner, went and got back in the car and you started driving off again. Like too much, too much here. And are we on the run or like what's happening now? What next? <laughs> well, so to make it worse in the book, they explicitly say her jaw gets blown off. Uh, like when the gun hits the little girl, it's like blows off her jaw. Um, see, they said cle like, cleft lip is enough in this movie. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, which like, yeah, I absolutely did not want to see that adorable little girl. Absolutely. I think it would have made me um, angry, like, and not in a good way. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like, so I, okay. But a thing I do want to say is there's been a lot of like, bad hot takes about this movie have you seen oh them? really i'm not reading any of them i don't care i don't care um <laughs> what, what i are mean they? some you people me. <laughs> uh i i saw so i feel like all of them have been bad i talked about it a little bit the last two days like people i recorded with um and we talked about it at work in our meeting some people feel like it came off like a gay person has to die like is the, i didn't the agree movie, with that and i don't agree with that mm -hmm. um someone said they felt like it was nice because a gay person saved the world I also don't know that I feel that way either. I don't, yeah, I don't feel that way either. I feel like it was just, what felt nice about it to me was that it was, it could have easily been a straight couple in that role, but it was a gay couple, and I'm happy we got the gay couple, you know, because that gives me something. And at some point, we do just have to start putting the gay couples in all of the roles that have to do with everything, you know? Like, we don't need right, a million yeah. AIDS storylines, but sometimes there are tragedy storylines like this that are, you know, kind of fantastical, and I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. Um, I like... Yeah, I, I, I figured there was going to be, like, commentary about that, and people, like, with the barrier gaze, and I still am not entirely clear on where, like, when something falls into barrier gaze either, so I try not to do use to, that Do you want me to explain to you? Do you want sure. Me to explain to you? <laughs> you can. I know you have before. It just won't stick with me, but do it for the <laughs> audience. 
<laughs> um, so it's basically like killing a gay person to progress another, killing a gay character to progress progress a non-gay character's um, mm -hmm. plot okay. or like character development. Um, and I guess it's more when there aren't other, it's more like it's a problem when there aren't other gay characters. Yeah. Um, so like when we discussed um, for Unslayer Fest, when we got to seeing Red, we discussed that because I said I didn't feel like it was Bury Your Gaze because it progressed Willow's storyline. Mm -hmm. And I agree with what everyone said. Everyone told me why I was wrong. Dana and Summer Bischel and Kim and Joanna Robinson were all on for that episode. I was very proud of that episode. And they all were like, well, actually, it progresses the like story, like the show mm -hmm. and not doesn't really progress Willow. It makes her become evil and then she has to go back. But like she was already progressing without that happening. And it more progressed Xander because it got him to have a like hero at mm. the end okay. and he had just left Ani at the altar and so everyone is feeling bitter about him and it got gave him his hero moment so i do understand where like that does fall into that because it it does right it yeah. does give xander's hero moment um and like you can't really pretend it doesn't because he does get a nice hero moment but like when you think about it it's like oh, do we have to tell yeah. tara for xander to get a nice moment um and so like shit like that i do understand and i do like i had this argument i think i've even brought this up on the podcast before i had this argument about it um, at my job once where one of my managers was like, why can't gays die in a horror movie? And I was like, no, they can. Yeah. But if we're opening on gays being hate crimed and murdered and the clown eats one of them and there aren't other gay characters for me, that's when it's a problem. Like I don't want, like it would have been less of a problem if they weren't fucking hate crimed. And it's like, it's not like, Oh, they, they fought for themselves and whatever. And then the clown ate them. It's like, no, one of them is thrown off a bridge and the clown eats him. There wasn't really a point to the hate crime part, right? Yeah. It could have easily as as just as easily been. I don't know. He fucking falls over the bridge or something, right. just something, and ends up in the clown's mouth, right? Um, right, and that for me, that's less. Yeah, it feels like more humiliating to be like, "Oh, you got hate crime." I definitely understand like gay humiliation in yes in film and TV. I definitely can spot that. Um, yeah, I think the just bury your gaze thing is like it's it <laughs> like it's like way over my head sometimes. <laughs> But I didn't, yeah, I didn't buy that from this. I thought this was really good. Uh, again, I just think that this movie where it lacks is the storytelling um, and where it's really strong is the performances because I thought everybody was so good in this. Um, I don't think there was like really a bad character in this. There was just yeah, some no. people who were kind of outshone by somebody else, you know, which is, I felt really bad because Jonathan Groff was clearly like being upstaged by <laughs> Aldridge. Um, and I really like Jonathan Groff too. Like, I like him a lot. Yeah. But he was I expected up. him to be like the shining performance too, because he's too. like, you know, a like well seasoned actor. But yeah, I did. Yeah. It's not that he was bad. It's just the other guy was like definitely the really shining. good. He was really good. He had, he had, a, he had a lot of really good moments. And, and spoiler alert, he's like the best part of that movie too. So, and it's not just because he's very attractive and he's very, very cute, but I think he's got like a real acting ability that is kind of malleable to a bunch of different things. And I really am excited to see what I'm going to, I'm going to look his Wikipedia up real quick. A thing. So a weird thing about him is before I saw the movie, a friend of mine had DM me and been like, Oh, have you seen knocked at the cabin? I just got out of it. And I was like, Oh, actually I'm seeing it tonight. And he was like, okay, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there is an actor in the movie who I thought that person must be British because of the way their mouth moves. <gasps> is he don't even tell me, is he fucking yeah. British? Yeah. Son of a bit. <laughs> Wait, what? I what thought he was a good old American boy. America. <laughs> but if you look at his mouth, he does. It's like, 
Oh, that was, I'm going to be was, paying attention to that forever now. Exactly. <laughs> and it was only because this friend mentioned it to me. And they were like, but this friend's an actor. So, of course, they would notice that more than like you or I would. Yeah. It's like, you know, it makes sense that an actor would notice like a specific. But like, I would have never noticed that prior. But that was all, like when he would yell, he would be like, like his but mouth would. One thing yes. that he didn't do, though, that a lot of um, English actors do going into uh, an American accent is like slip in and out of it. R or, you know, like very like rounded um, letters. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like ours are like very like our our you know I don't know that's something I noticed but like the mouth thing I, I've never really noticed that. Um, that's interesting. A super cut of Zach going R. I can usually tell when they're Australian though. Like I think I'm good at spotting that one, but British not so much. Well, and also there was so because I noticed that and because we both love Buffy and Buffy does this a lot. It was very obvious at certain points that he had to re-record his lines and it was like the ADR. Yeah. Like they added it in because there's a scene when they're both in the, ch when he's in his chair and he turns and he looks at the nurse and Jonathan Groff coming out of the bathroom and his body's moving and he's not talking. And then later he's talking and I was like, oh, he was, he was saying those lines earlier. Probably. Um, and like, but sometimes the ADR was like a little bit off with him. Mm. And I was wondering if, like, maybe it flubbed him up because he did a lot of fast talking. Like, I felt like he talked sometimes the way I talk. I could see that. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's understandable if you're do if you're actually not American and doing American accent while talking fast. That like, maybe it like came out sometimes and he had to re-record. Hmm. But I I feel like that's something Buffy has made me notice. All I the might time go back because... and watch it again because now I want to see. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm talking about? How yeah. Buffy, there was lots yeah. of times when you could tell like. Oh, they recorded that later. He doesn't have any movies like scheduled or lined up on uh, Wikipedia. So I hope he starts getting stuff because this is it made its money back over the weekend. Dethroned Avatar. So we had to call him to be in our movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's do it. Honestly. And then he has to kiss both of us. He's yes. the My Bloody Judy boyfriend. Me first. <laughs> we need you are my husband. His Me name first. is Judy. It's an acting. Okay. He plays Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know alistair I'd... plays my husband john <laughs> i'd say three out of five knives i was gonna say two and a half out of five yeah so yeah okay. i feel like i feel like we I, even though we didn't fully agree i feel like we mostly agreed on this movie like yeah. it wasn't bad it wasn't the best i'll always go see a gay project it doesn't matter what it is it could be bros it could be this <laughs> zach and i are very pro on this podcast, we're pro gay. We don't we just need to give them money. That's the thing is like you don't always have to support the gay content. Um, like not, we're not a monolith. You don't always have to go out and support right. stuff. But I very much want more, and we've been getting a lot of it. And I'm, I'm, or we've been getting more of it. More. And yeah. I, I really enjoy that. Right? Like I enjoy getting a an M Night Shyamalan like thrillerish movie with a gay couple in you know in the lead roles. I really, I really like that. So I will. Like to more. the movie's credit, I will say I was like, oh, I think I want to go back and watch Old and The Visit. Like, I didn't mm. someone tell us that recently and we should watch that? I want, no, I love The Visit. That is one of my, like, favorite movies <laughs> by him. You've never seen it, have you? Mm -mm. Mm. That's what we need to watch is The Visit. That movie had me cackling. I, I didn't expect it to be funny. I thought it was going to be a straight-up horror movie, and it is so funny. But is it, like, on purpose funny? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I think it's absolutely on purpose funny. <laughs> you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. We'll do that. Um, yeah. Because okay. Old is also based on a book, which I learned from work, from our meeting. Old was, like, again, fine. Was like... I think with him, with um, M. Night, I just like, he's fine. His stuff is fine. 
you know, he has his bangers every now and then, like Split and Six Sense and, you know, things like that, but it's fine. Lady in the Water was I really mean, good. I was happy with them. Wait. We've talked I was about, about to say. Yeah. Oh, we have. Fuck, we have. Yeah, because I was about to say, I mean, I love Lady in the Water and everyone mm. fucking hates that movie, but I love that movie. It's one of those um, guilty pleasure movies because, like, it's, I could see why people like, I understand. Like <laughs> I understand. Like, I do understand why people don't yes. like it. It's not like I'm like, everyone should love it. It's like, I get it. I know why you don't like it. But it reminds me of, like, a book or a short story I would have fucking loved as a teenager. Yeah. Um, and I love a full circle moment. I love a moment when we're, like, giving all these, like, plot points and they all come together and every single plot point came together at the end of that movie even if sure the giant bird was stupid sure it was stupid but everything came together like every single piece came together to make it work and for me that's like what i always want out of an ending is like everything coming together and we got that sometimes things are just fun too and stupid fun and i i do enjoy a stupid fun um anyway what did you guys think of gaze at the cabin knocking on the door uh what would he rate it what do you what's your favorite scene what's your favorite moment and uh let us know and let us know what you think about i know what you did last summer because clearly ian's not that excited about it so i need somebody else i need a buddy okay i need a buddy to go see this movie in the theater with me i don't know let us know we will see next time bye